The Secrets of Technology is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Technology. Hi, I'm Dom Bettinelli, and you're listening to The Secrets of Technology, where we discuss the technology news that's important to you from a uniquely Catholic point of view. And joining me today on the panel is Joanne Mercier. Hey, Joanne. Hey, Dom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Um, uh, Bob, uh, no, it's what is it my dad always said. Is it Buona Natale? Yeah, that's the Italian Buona Christmas. Natale, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it is our first episode of the new year, 2024, and uh, we're back after a brief Christmas break. I hope everyone had a, a great holiday uh, who's listening. Um, I wanted to, before we get into it, just ask if you got any fun tech stuff for Christmas gifts this year, Joanne. Oh, I had a tech Christmas, let me tell you. <laughs> it was incredible. Uh, I'm surprised because the husband is not the greatest <laughs> when it comes to, you know, okay, let's do tech here because he always gets it wrong. Yeah. And he says, well, go just go take it back and you can do it. <laughs> yes. Um, because I had admired his fantic tire inflator, of course, I got the tire inflator. Nice. But... Not to be undone with that. He also got me a Fantic Apex jump starter. Oh. Instead of using, there's about 20,000, um, it, it's, it's a big battery. Okay. So it also yep. will double as a, you know, a battery in case we need to recharge things. Right. But it's got the two clamps attached to it. So you put it on your battery, you hit the button. And you don't have to go look for another car to jumpstart your battery. Those are really nice, really handy. Yeah. Yeah. As as I get Subarus, whether I get another one soon or not, are known for like every three years, your battery just goes. Ugh. It just kind of like dies whenever you least expect it. Yep. So this is going to be a huge godsend for me. That's a great thing to for anybody to have mm-hmm. in the car. Yeah. And they're on sale right now. <laughs> oh, check it out, folks. Yeah, we'll have links in the show on notes, sale. of course, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely. Of course, I also got the Isotoner Smart Gloves because I'm tired of taking my gloves off all the time to kind of go into my phone and swipe up or swipe back. So I got a nice pair of those. Mm-hmm. I got some corded Apple watch bands. Now, the thing with Apple Watch Bands is you can buy them in Apple, and they're way too expensive. Right. But if you get them from Amazon, like my husband did, I got four. (laughs) That is is like the biggest life hack. If you have Apple Watches, don't. Don't buy the. I mean, you could go ahead and buy the Apple Watch Bands if you have money to burn. But you can get stuff that is like looks the same, and it may not be the. It's definitely not the quality. But for the price you're saving, you could buy four or five of them or more <laughs> before you would reach the price of the Apple band. So that is great. Yeah, I'll tell you, they are not they they are not the um, complete. They are complete as far as um, going around, but it has the little adjustment right. piece. And that's the only thing. But 
I had friends who had real problems trying to get the real the Apple ones and had to take them back two or three times because they'd also loosen up after a t- period of time. Right. Yeah, the so, Apple ones are fitted. They they're fitted to the right. size of your wrist, whereas what you've got is adjustable. And frankly, I think yes, that I mean the fitted looks sleek and cool, but you're right. It's got mm-hmm. that issue of it, getting the right fit and then have it loosen up over time. And this will loosen up. I mean, these these cheaper ones will yeah. loosen up as well. So this at least you have a way to make it tighter. Yes. Okay. Yep. And the last thing I got, well, most people will think this strange, but I got an IOU for an iPhone 15 Pro. Okay. Actually, it was get whatever you want. And okay. it was like, oh, <laughs> don't tell me to get whatever I want. But it, it, my husband is, is a tax preparer as well as an accountant. So he said, just let me start tax season. And I'm okay. like, okay, so I have the IOU in my hand and <laughs> I'll be going in February. Nice. Very nice. That'll be great. So, um, what about you? So uh, we do our uh, our family gifts. So the kids get Santa gifts on Christmas, but we do our family gift giving on Epiphany. Um, that's a tradition we inherited from Melanie's family. And uh, so I, I didn't, haven't gotten any tech gifts yet, but I did do a bunch of tech stuff over uh, this, this our little break. Um, Steam has its annual uh, winter sale of video games, and I picked up some some very inexpensive ones. Baldur's Gate 3, which um, is the game of the year, people are saying. It's really a lot of fun. It's Dungeons & Dragons in uh, in the computer game. Um, I got another one called Heart of Iron, which is like a World War II like, um, wargaming strategy thing, which I have to figure out because I, I, <laughs> I started playing. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know how this works. I need to like dig into how it works. <laughs> sort of like battleship maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's a, well, if it were that simple, it'd be a lot easier. That's for sure. But it's, oh, okay. it's a kind of complex game mechanic. And I, people have told me, uh, you like watch a few videos of people playing it and that you'll figure it out from that. So, um, okay. Yeah, it was. Cheap. I didn't pay, pay a lot of money for it. So I'm not too worried about that. that. Um, now, American Truck Simulator is a game that I've been playing for a while. You know, it mm-hmm. people don't understand the appeal of you. So you're driving a truck everywhere. I'm like, yep, it's very relaxing. Uh, <laughs> the, okay. Uh, but they had this special Christmas event where you can deliver gifts to and from um, Winter Wonderland, which is a special magical place that you get that you're transported to um with different villages it's like santa's it's, i call it the north i can't tell the kids it's the north pole it's like santa's village at the north pole and it's 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 very it's actually very pretty they they they, they did a really good job designing it uh so uh i did that and then a couple other things i did as i uh my kids play minecraft as i think everybody's kids do at some point or another and uh, they were bugging me about setting up a minecraft server that way they could play together in the same world and you know help and sort of stuff yeah okay can they invite friends into that world too or is it just for them when you when you put the server together if you set the server up uh it, so that it's uh, accessible from the internet. Yes, they could. I only I set it up local, just so that it's on our local network. Um, and I tried to set it up on my my NAS, my uh, Synology network attached server um, and storage, uh, using a Docker container, which I was following these instructions Ooh. online, which were really good, but it didn't work. I don't know what went wrong, but something something was went wrong with it. So then I set it up on my Mac itself. Um, now I don't want to keep that running all the time, 
because mm. I, you know, I use my <laughs> Mac to do like things like this, StreamYard, and you know, stream. Uh, then uh, I don't, I don't need uh, my kids' Minecraft games sucking my uh, my CPU. So I have, um, I I run it when they're going to play, which is good because I don't want them playing on a you know all day long either. So uh, the so I set that up and I followed a bunch of instructions online and I may, we may do a future episode. You won't have to be on this one, Joanne. Thank <laughs> where, you. Where we talk about setting up <laughs> Minecraft servers. It's not that I'm falling asleep uh, during all of your gaming talk, it's, but it's, it's not your thing. Not my jam. I'm I'm sorry. I, I, no, no, that's fine. We, Marjan online is about as much as I can get into gaming. Well, and that's the thing is I love about our panels is that we have a diverse set of tech interests and we can call on people to do different tech things at uh, different times. So that's that's great. Uh, and then the last thing I did was uh, my son was asking me if we could if he could use the MetaQuest, the VR headset to um, play this new game he saw called Lego Brick Tales, where you build Lego stuff in VR, which I thought was pretty cool. I haven't I have to be honest, I hadn't used the, the headset in ages um, so I had to update it. And I got to say, Meta is really doing really good job with their software. I mean, it looks still looks really nice. Uh, so um, mm-hmm. and still we've got the older Meta Quest 2 um, and it's it's it looks pretty good. And what happens when the Vision Pro comes out this oh. year? <laughs> uh, that a Vision Pro is far in the future for me because there's no okay. way I can drop thirty five hundred dollars on a uh on a, on a headset, no matter how good it looks, I, I just, yeah, that's, that's, I'd love to, I'd love mm-hmm. it, but I just, I can't, I can't do that. So no, I understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but the nice thing is, is they can play, um, you know, walk about mini golf with their grandmother who's 2000 miles away. And, uh, they were doing all that, uh, on, you know, the new year's day. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, let's move on to our main topic. We, as now that we've talked about all that, um, there was a story out recently from uh, this company that claimed in its um, its pitches to other companies so, uh, it, that it's a marketing company, and they claimed that they could provide to other companies um, access to people's private conversations by tapping into data gathered by microphones on their phones, TVs, and other personal electronics. And that, understandably, freaked people out because, you know, for years people have been claiming that this is what happens and tech people and these tech companies have been responding like, no, 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 they're not, they're not doing that. They can't do that. They would violate the terms of service that they've already, uh, that, you know, Amazon and Google and Apple and, you know, these other companies said uh, exist on these devices or Facebook or whatever. And this is a third party marketing company. And, uh, when the media started poking around, this company kind of went quiet. <laughs> they, uh, they and sort of backtracked a little bit. I mean, they claim to have something called active listening technology, using AI to detect relevant conversations and stuff. And people were like, "Oh, we've been lied to. Our, my Echo and my HomePod and my iPhone are all listening to me." But the fact is, they're not. Yeah, I'm. <sighs> Look, I I got rid of in my house all of my A ladies. Okay. Except for one. Okay, because I know that Amazon does a little bit more listening than than Apple does. Okay. Yep. Because they wouldn't keep saying to me things like, Oh, by the way, or just out of the blue, did you know blah 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 blah? 
And I know it's tied into my Prime account, and I know it's, you know, so they're, they're scanning, even if they're not listening, they're, they're scanning my Prime account. Right. Well, and they're trying to sell me things in the middle of the night, and I'm like, I really don't want to be bothered with you right now. That's the thing. So it's not so much that it's listening to you, that they're constantly marketing to you. Right. You know, when I've asked I, it I, something, it's like, oh, by the way, did you want to buy toilet paper? I'm like, no, I'm not. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing something else. I asked you for like a, you know, uh, a substitution uh, for a recipe or something. And you're mm. and you're trying to sell me something else. It's like, that's like, yeah, that's different. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why we got rid of them. But with Apple, at least, now, on Christmas Eve, my husband was home cooking while I was working, and I have my Apple phone, and I think I have the HomePods are also set for this, in case of if it hears certain things go on in the house for it to notify me, okay? So I've got right on it right now i've got glass breaking i've got alarms i've got dog barking i've got those three yep he accidentally set the alarm off smoke alarm off right and that's a whole other story uh not his that is no 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 reflection on his cooking skills it's just the way our kitchen is built my house too um right so he set it off and my phone in my office immediately went off and said critical alarm mm-hmm. your you know their smoke alarm is going off in your kitchen it knew exactly where you're right that's the kind of stuff i want it to listen to exactly that's the kind of stuff i want it to tell me but if it's if i ask it something and then it says oh by the way do you want it no, no that's i don't want right. that <laughs> so in in, in uh, this article i uh, pulled up from I think PC Mag, uh, according to mm-hmm. a study they did four years ago, five almost five years ago now, uh, in 2019, 43 percent of American smartphone owners believe that their phones are recording them without their permission, which I think is interesting given that mm. people haven't given up their phones knowing this. It's kind of funny that um, even though people believe that that they, they're doing this, they allow it. Apparently, it's kind of odd. Um, I th- well, I think we know that there's going to be some amount of listening because in order just to make what we have well, work better, they need to see if it's working because not all of us are going to send them something back saying this doesn't work. Well, there's certainly so I get that part. Yeah, they're listening <laughs> for the wake words. Right. That's why we have mm-hmm. to say S lady, a lady. You know, mm-hmm. Cortana. Does anyone say Cortana? I don't know, but somebody. I might, don't know. Uh, but or you know, the Google, the uh, you know, weak word. That's why that exists. It's listening for that. If it mm. were just like listening to all our conversations and responding, like I wonder, you know, what the capital of Malawi is, and then you know, Alexa woke right. up and started telling me that would I would be that would concern me a lot more. That'd be freaky. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's one of those things where it even hears its wake word. It thinks it hears its wake word and wakes up. My husband's Shlomo went off yesterday and it, and it turned on my home pod and she started going off and I'm like, Okay, everybody, and she wouldn't stop, so I pulled her plug. It's very easy. Just pull the plug <laughs> yes. and then put the plug back in. Right, right. But, yeah, that yeah, happens so a lot. They, they, have yeah. to, they have to listen, but sometimes they get it wrong, too, even off the TV. Right. Oh. My watch goes off a lot, too, for some right. reason. My watch has an ability to go off. 
the, and that's the thing is, is they like Apple and Amazon and Google have all said, yes, we do sometimes get snippets of conversations of, of things. And we will sometimes listen to some of those, but they get so many of them. They don't listen to all of them. Um, mm. And it's, it's only very brief until it, you know, it goes away. Um, but they sometimes listen to determine what, what caused the, the, the wrong, uh, you know, the, the, the wrong wake, the mistaken uh, mm. waken, and that way they can adjust. So the thing is, is, you know, they, they don't, these companies don't want to listen to everything you say because it's too much. They, they just, they can't filter through all of that. Um, but a lot of people believe that they're being listened to because they'll have, they'll have a conversation with somebody about a thing. And then suddenly an ad for that thing shows up in, you know, on Facebook or somewhere on, on Google and, the the, the yeah. thing with Facebook, I think, is a totally different thing. And I've I've tried to play with that a little bit where I'll see an ad on Facebook. I won't click it, but I'll go to my own browser, look up the company, look at the ad, and the next time I got four more of them. Well and so that, somehow it's well, connecting. It's the cookie. So there's a there's a okay, Facebook the tracking guy. pixel, right? So mm-hmm. when you're on fa- logged in on Facebook, there's a you know they know that that's you. When you go to another site, they will often that site will often have Facebook stuff installed on their site. Okay. And so when you go there, Facebook knows, oh, you're in, you're you're Joanne. You've logged in on our site. So you've gone to the site and and, and like this sort of thing. And that's why. Right. When you visit sites, suddenly Facebook is showing you ads for that. Exactly. But, but so as, as far as the um, the conversational thing, uh, you know, I, I, we talked about going on, vac- you know, on vacation to Aruba and suddenly I was getting ads for Aruba. It's not that they're listening. It's actually a lot easier for them than that. What they what they do is, is they've been tracking you across your sites. You, you know that tracking pixel. They and you they're tracking your friend and your your you and your friend are both, you know, connected. Usually your Facebook right. friends. Um, sometimes a phone um, will you know using location services. You've given location uh, service uh, information to an app on your phone. And so it knows you're here and your friend's phone is there and it starts to look at what your friend has been searching and what you've been searching. Yikes. And that's really, I mean, it, so it's, it's actually in some ways more insidious than if they just listen mm. to you. <laughs> it, yeah, I think so because it takes a lot of work to be able to figure all that out. Right. We, we've, the, a lot of these companies, we've talked about this uh, many times, a lot of these companies are building these huge pro- shadow profiles of us based on our behavior, online and offline. You, you, what you buy at Target or, or at Costco or at your supermarket, all of that information is compiled, especially if, like at Costco, all, everything is, you buy there is tied to your identity, right? You have a Costco membership or Sam's or whatever it is. Um, similarly, if you use a a credit card or debit card to shop at any place, which nearly everybody does. Uh, they have that. They can connect that number with, you know, your, your, your shadow profile. And so they know so much about us just based on the amount of data we leave laying around everywhere we go in the real world and online that it's just a matter of number crunching. Uh, so it's not that, they're listening to you <laughs> sometimes it's 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 maybe something a little worse which is they just have there's just so much data about us everywhere 
Um, I, every once in a while, I will Google myself just to see uh-huh. what it has on me, and I'm glad it doesn't have a lot, which is nice. Yep. I've Googled other people, however, and I see the piles of you know stuff that they have. I think in this day and age, you just have to realize you are going to be followed. You are going to be right. listened. You're going to be seen because there's cameras everywhere. Right. The good part of that is if something should go wrong, these are aids in helping to, you know, bring about a more positive solution right. than negative. In the other way, yeah, you have to be more vigilant. You have to be more on top of things. You have to, and you basically have to say, look, I'm just going to use this for this and that's it, you know, right. and, and go with it. But the but as far as intrusive listening, again, the only reason that the A-ladies disappeared except for one, which is our alarm clock, um, is because I did not like the back and forth of, oh, and by the way, I mean, even yes. if I ask it now, read my notifications, I get the notifications. Oh, and no, quiet. Yes. I, I don't want to hear anything else. Yes. One of my uh, common phrases is shut up, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've just quieted probably 15,000 Alexas. Well, in the- <laughs> actually, uh, the nice thing is I figured out a way to automatically uh, turn off my uh echo when i start podcasting oh good so it's i put it on a smart outlet so that it turns off um so the uh well but i but i may have shut up everybody else's so you're welcome (laughs) um (laughs) well and that's the so the the thing i was gonna say was um with these uh devices around us you know we we may want to figure out ways to even even though they're probably not listening. If we want to figure out how to prevent them from doing that anyway, maybe, you know, any loopholes, like for example, I don't really trust Facebook not to break the rules. They have broken the rules in the past for app store stuff. So you may want to go into your phone and turn off the access to your microphone. Uh, Just turn it off. I was actually looking on the iPhone. Uh, So I, I have this article from Kim commando from back in, September this past September 2023 mm. um ha, I'm going to put a link in the show notes has a bunch of uh, information and it talks about oh to you know if you want to turn off your microphone for Facebook on your iPhone go here and it's got instructions for Android too but I went and I'm like you know what it doesn't have a listing for microphone there and I think iOS 17 may have actually removed that altogether uh, that access or Facebook itself removed it because people you know don't people get we're we're getting paranoid about Facebook and they're like, we should stop, you know, making people paranoid. That would be a nice difference. (laughs) This, Um, this may be like a side argument here or a side observation, but people need to understand that when you have a, when you have an iPhone, a smart device, there's two, there are two parties involved in the smart device, the people who make the smart device and the people who make the apps. Right. And people tend to blame the smart device people for the things that the app people are doing, even if the smart device people are trying right. to control the app people. You really need to understand people try to circumvent, especially yes. in Apple's case, they try to circumvent you know, the, the the conditions or controls, and then they have to go in, pull them out, put them back again. So never, don't blame, don't blame your device off, be the first thing to blame. There is another layer here. Right. And, you know, Apple does a pretty good job of trying to mm-hmm. 
to, to provide that privacy. And, you know, uh, but there can be a little blame if the, if the tech company who makes the device isn't providing ways to secure right. your data. Like, you know, if, if Apple or Google or Amazon aren't providing the, 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 you know, the, the, the things that the people have to break through who are, you know, cheat on uh, the mm-hmm. rules, um, then they could accept a little blame. But one of the, th- one of the things like if, with, I think it's a, not enough people know, like on an echo, if you get an Amazon echo, there is a button on that, that turns off the microphone. And, yep. um, and then there's, and on the ones that have a camera, there is a, there is a slide to cover that, like physically cover the camera. So uh, you can, I, like I have the camera on my echo show, whatever on my desk the camera's covered. Like it's got a physical cover on it. Mine um, too. With the echoes, if you press that button, that there's like a, a circle with a line through it that looks like a, like a microphone with a, uh, or a circle with a line through it. If you press that, it, it turns red. That, that turns it off. That's not a software button. That is a hardware button. That mm-hmm. cuts the voltage going through the microphone. Um, people have taken apart echoes to confirm that, yes, it does that. It turns off the microphone. So... You can the have best, privacy. The best Amazon device was the Amazon Tap, which I have, yep, which is yep. a portable speaker. You had to turn the A-Lady on. It was off by default. Right, right. And you had to turn her on in order for her to listen to you. And I still have it in my office. It's a speaker for my computer. And yep. she's not on because I don't want her listen, listening to me in my office. Yeah, in the early days, you had to actually, for the tap, you had to actually tap the button to mm-hmm. get it to listen to you. Like, you had to take a physical action. Right. Um, I have the one where you where you hit, you don't have to hold it, but you hit it, and and you can leave it on, or you can hit it, and it goes off. Right. So, yeah. So I that's, love that thing. Yeah. <laughs> they got think, rid of it fast. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they make it, probably for that reason. They don't. <laughs> um, so, uh, this article on... Um, on Kim Commandos, you know, we'll tell you how to do it for your Google Assistant, Siri, Echo, Facebook, Cortana, um, and then even for some home security systems like the Ring, the Nest, the yeah, Nest, the Ring, Smart TV. Smart TV is the one where I, 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 I actually kind of give in to the paranoia a little. Like I do not trust Samsung, Vizio, LG. I, I don't use the Smart TV functionality on any TV. I, I never give it Wi-Fi. I never give it access to the Internet because they have said in their terms of service, they will report back to home base what you're doing on your TV. Oh, I don't want that. Or even Same here. listening to the room, you know? Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Same here. I mine. I go on every once in a while, have it pull down whatever update. You know, I I put it on my calendar, update TVs. I have a Sony, a Samsung, and a Vizio, okay? I'll go in once every six months, pull down new software, and then back out again just to keep it because I don't know what else is. But what I want to know is if it's it's collecting information, where's the microphone? Oh, it's inside. I mean, it's right there. Yeah, but why can't we use it? Oh, like, say, if we wanted to use like a Zoom now on Apple TV or something, why can't we use that? Oh, because they don't want you to know that there's a microphone there. (laughs) Exactly. And that's why my smart TVs aren't smart. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So one thing that iPhone users can do, uh, 
I don't think there's anything like this on Google, but this is this is something you know this works because all of the companies like Facebook have complained, you know, a lot about it, which is Apple has prevents uh, apps from tracking you across different apps. Like we, if you're when you're in the app, whatever you do in the app, they can track you. If you're in the Facebook app, they can they they know everything you're doing in the app. But what you don't want is them to track you when you get out of the app. And so one of the things you can do um, in privacy in the privacy settings is turn off allow apps to request to track. Uh, make sure that's off because then they can't they can't even ask you for permission. And and because otherwise if you if you leave it on but say no every time they just keep asking and it's really annoying. So just turn it off. But it's such a satisfying thing. Oh, yes. When you just sit there and go, nope. <laughs> you cannot track me outside of your app. Uh, nope. Yeah, that is that is good. So um, as far as this company that originally brought, you know, made this claim, this um, CMG, um, mm. I, I, I think it's baloney. I think they were, they were, honestly, I think they were lying about their ability to do this. Uh, nobody has... Yeah. Well, I don't think they wanted the clicks. I think they wanted to, you know, get clients who thought that they could provide this. And um, maybe they thought this was an easier way of explaining, of, of telling them how they got these shadow profiles of people than trying to explain the algorithms and stuff. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I I don't think, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't begin to imagine why they would say this when they really can't do this. Um, so it, it it's kind of wild. When has that stopped anybody else? <laughs> right. They're marketers. That's their job. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just keep, keep up, listen to, you know, podcasts who t- tell you about this sort of stuff. But the fact is, is um, they have a lot of data about you, but they're not getting it by listening to you. Uh, that, that's really the bottom line. All right. Let's uh, move on to some more, uh, to some of our headlines. And uh, before we do that, I want to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of technology, including Christopher H., Vincenza C., Marcus, and uh, Gwyn M., and Joshua F. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of technology and all the shows at StarQuest. And you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. So uh, here's an, uh, one of our headlines. Uh, and I thought this would be uh, interesting for you, Joanne, because you're our. Uh, this is an area where you do have some expertise for us. Is uh, the headline is consumers are paying more than ever for streaming TV each month, and analysts say there's no reason for the companies to stop raising prices. And and you're only paying that much if you are not keeping track of your subscriptions. Right, which I'm a lot sorry. of people aren't. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I have a spreadsheet. And it actually keeps track of most of my subscriptions. Now, of course, there's Rocket and there's all these other, there's um, Bobby and a few other ones that will do that. And if you want to do that, fine. I tried. But I'm a visual person. So if I line up January to December and everybody I'm paying, whether it's yearly or monthly, it for me helps me to say, okay, I have to make sure I get rid of this one by here because I did the Black Friday deals. Right. And that's another thing. If you're going to do this, do the Black Friday deals because they, I mean, I got Hulu and Disney Plus with ads, unfortunately, for a year for two bucks a month. Wow. 
Yeah. So it, it was, there's some really crazy ones you can get, but yes, they are raising prices. What I don't think people take into account, and, and some of these analysts and stuff take into account is that, or they do, is that people are able to unsubscribe and resubscribe and they go right. back and forth. Now, maybe that doesn't hurt the bottom line as much as we consumers would like to think it would, but it's helping us because why would I keep something around if I'm not watching it or waiting just for, you right. know, it's so, like for, for example, yeah, I, I turned on Netflix for two months to finish the, well, actually one month to finish the crown because I can binge it. Right. Okay. I was able to watch one movie maestro, which that's a whole other story. I love Leonard <laughs> Bernstein, but not so enamored with the movie. Yep. Um, and I think I'm finishing this little mini series on uh, the mysteries of faith about different relics. For those of you who like relics, uh-huh. it shuts off today. Right. I so, got in what I needed to get in with no ads and I'm out. Right. People are, are subscribing. They're responding to this sort of thing by subscribing for a short period of time when the show they mm-hmm. want to watch drops, they binge it and then they unsubscribe. Um and I, I've, I've been hearing more and more from people who are doing that. Um, and then I think they're responding by like dragging out some shows like or like one of the Netflix things it does is it drops five episodes this month and five next month. You know, they're trying uh-huh. to keep you keep you on for a little longer. They tried that with the crown and I just waited until because they were dropping the next set on the 16th of December. So I just waited till like the 12th of December and said, "Okay, here we go. Binge. Right. (laughs) Because I can binge. I look at some of these uh, some of these series like this as an extended movie. Yeah. So I just keep I'll watch it and keep watching and keep watching. So but my fear in all of this is they're going to start doing more and more of the yearly things almost like let's see what's that word uh contract yeah with a right. they'll, they'll start going away from month to month and want and have you do an annual well the other thing they're doing which is a le- less egregious uh, but is like weekly drops like uh apple does this Disney does this, like a lot of the services now. Netflix was doing the drop it all at once, but a lot of the services now, Amazon Prime does this, where they release it, you know, one episode a week. But the thing is, is they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot a little bit by having such short seasons. You know, when, you know, when it's eight episodes, so I just need it for, to hang on for a couple months. Um, although they never drop it exactly at the beginning of a month, so you can at least have to carry no. over. Mm-hmm. This is- yeah, my I'm waiting right now for um, to finish up for all mankind season yeah. four because I was watching the morning show and then in the middle of that they said, well, we're hiking the price three dollars a month and I'm like, not on me, you're not right, but I need to finish for all mankind and then I'm sorry, Apple, this is the one thing I have to jettison because yeah. I'm not going to pay ten dollars a month for a limited catalog. Now I right. might turn it on again if Napoleon if Napoleon shows up because I do want to see that movie. But other than that, I, right. I don't watch Apple TV Plus except for those two shows. For, so here's the thing though is uh, I I will I'm not going to get rid of it only because I have the Apple One bundle. I have all okay, of the services, different. and that's something Apple can do and Amazon does that Netflix can't do. Right? They can't 
give me a bundle of anything because it's only mm-hmm. one thing. Um, I, one of the th- one of the things I've heard about is some of these companies like Apple or Amazon starting to kind of do the cable package deal mm-hmm. where they start bundling other services in. So, yeah. if, you know, you pay uh, an extra dollar a month and you'll get Paramount Plus or something. You know, I, ho- I would love it to be a dollar. It'd probably be more. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> but some amount cheaper than buying them both separately, you know. So so you're going to get Peacock. And, um, I mean, Disney already does this with Hulu and ESPN, you know, because they own all of that. Right. My husband is a huge Blue Bloods and NCIS fan. So I have Paramount Plus yearly and I had it for 49.99 a year ago and then when it came up again I said, "Well, uh okay, I'll renew." And then it said, "Wait a minute. We'll give you the year for 89.99 instead of 100 and something." And I went, "Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. That works for me." So I we you have to know number 1 your your viewing habits. Right. You know, the reason I keep Hulu around even with ads is because I am waiting for season six of the handmaid's tale. (laughs) Even though right now I could care less how this finishes because they've pretty much soured me on some of it, but I'm curious. So let's finish it off two bucks a month. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. But for example, we've had discovery plus cause okay. We like those dumb reality shows. It's mostly food and, you know, building things. Um, but Max has a lot of that catalog. So I took a deal with Max for six months. Now, am I watching anything with Max? No, I'm still watching the, you know, I'm still watching the discovery shows, which means when that finishes, I'll go back to ad free discovery because right right now I don't have it on Max. I was kind of hoping I'd get into the Gilded Age. It's, I still haven't. So, but that's, you have to know your viewing habits. Then you need to put yourself on a schedule because this is the only way this is going to work for people. Right. We don't want to get back into what we got away from with cable, which is these giant bundles and hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month being spent on, you know, mostly stuff you're not watching. And And you can do it. It's easy to do it when your cable like streamers YouTube TV is, or you know, with tax seventy five a month. Fubo TV with tax, and I'm talking the basic stuff, is eighty five to ninety a month. You're it's, you're already there, and then you're paying for your internet, right? Whatever you're paying for your internet, okay. So right now you're about one hundred and fifty, hundred sixty. Yep. Okay. Prices have crept up. Yeah. Yeah. And then all this, like in some in some cases, I think we're paying more than we used to. Uh, when we just had cable and it depends on the deals you got. And I know it's, 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 it's where you are in the country around here. I don't hear the cable issues as much as I hear them because I'm on every Reddit. You can, you can imagine (laughs) for this, but in California, in the South, um, some remote places, they've got you where they want you. Yeah, And so they're going to make you pay around in New England. We still, thank God, have enough competition that, right. you know, we can get away with, you know, if Cox and Fios are fighting each other, the prices keep going down for Internet access. Right. So you can do that. But unless you're ready to get an antenna and a device like I did, and I'm still on Tableau, I was able to get the bugs out of the Tableau, but 
Yep. Still not where I want it. it you mm. know, it's, it's, and it's your comfort level. I'm comfortable with doing this. My husband, not so much. Right. Yeah. The so, annoyance of having to, you know, unsubscribe, keep track. It's a lot of work to save some money and a lot of people no. aren't going to do it. And yeah. for him, it's which one has a guide. Right. People, people want that hour. There are still people who want the hour by hour guide because right. that's how they watch TV. That's how they always grew you, up watching it. Yeah. Right. You can't get Hulu, Netflix on an hour by hour guide. It's just there. Yeah. It's just there. You watch it when you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you knew I'd talk a long time about this. Oh, you? yeah, yeah. Well, the, the latest the latest um, in adding insult to injury was Amazon's email this past week uh. telling us Prime users, we're already paying $140 for Prime, uh, and telling us basically you're oh, – so we, what is it, how they put it? We're going to be adding ads to all of your Prime viewing, but mm-hmm. we've added a new service. Oh, isn't it awesome? For just two ninety nine a month, you can get it ad-free. No, no, no. So what you're saying is – in order to keep the ad-free experience I've already had, I'm going to have to pay mm-hmm. another three bucks a month. You're you're basically jacking my price up by three dollars a month. Thanks, Amazon. Yeah, here's the thing with Prime Video: there's not much there. There's a handful of shows that I watch, and then otherwise, I hardly watch it at all. Yeah. Well, here's what Prime does: they'll give you so many things to watch. And then they're gone quickly, and when you go back to watch it, because you put it in your watch list, it's like, oh, now you have to rent it or buy it. Right. Mm, sorry. Yeah. Not, I, I gave up on, after the the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I gave up on, right. pri- on Prime Video. So it, they can do whatever they want, because I'm I, not watching yeah. it. I watch Reacher, Rings of Power, Wheel of Time, this, uh, Bosch, uh, although Bosch isn't on there now, I think it's on free, Freebie, but in any case, there's a handful of things I watch that come out, you know, once every year, once every two years. In the case of uh, Brings of Power, um, I'll deal with the the ads when that happens. Then, I mean, I'll keep Prime because I use it for shopping and stuff like that. But I'm not paying the extra three bucks a month for ad free. I'm just not gonna. Yeah, I'm watching all these people on Reddit going, you know, I'm gonna give up Prime. I've canceled Prime, and I'm sitting there going. Okay, so when are you going to start screaming? Now I'm paying too much for shipping from Amazon. Yeah. Just go back to Prime and and I buy too much stuff on Amazon that I it, Prime right. still makes sense in that respect. Same Prime here. Video does not. Father Corey was saying he couldn't be with us today, but he was saying on our in our Slack discussion that where he is in Montana, he doesn't get the expedited shipping in general mm. anyway. So it doesn't make sense for him to keep prime without that. He's, you know, he's spending for the shipping anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. we have, it's funny. Cause I, I had something that I'm going to be talking about in the picks that I was watching the shipping yesterday and it was saying, okay, it's now arrived at a facility in Taunton. I work <laughs> in Taunton. I'm like, just bring it over here. And don't bother going to my house. I'll so walk over. Go- <laughs> We've got plenty of Amazon facilities oh, yeah. around here. So Prime makes sense for us. For Father Corey, no. Whenever doesn't. I have something shipped via Prime, it could it could be coming through one of five different mm-hmm. you know, local warehouses that are within a couple miles of where I live. It's wild. Yeah, it is amazing here in, in these high-density population areas. Um, let's move on to our next story. Uh, it's kind of a quick one, and it's a bit related to um, – what we were talking about in our first segment, uh, this 
court decision back in uh, November that there was a class action lawsuit against four automakers that said that they had violated Washington state's privacy laws by using the vehicle's onboard infotainment systems to record and intercept customers' private text messages and mobile phone call logs. So when you would use the onboard system, so like um, what's it, uh, GM's, what's it called? On on call? On, I forget what it is. Uh, um, Subaru's, Subaru's, believe it or not, is Starlink. Oh, funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Uh, good. Yeah, GM is OnStar, Ford Sync. You know, all these companies have a system. And when you make a call... Um, or, you know, when you uh, send a text, it will go through the system. Like if, you, if you're not doing it directly on your phone, you know, if you're using the, the, the they were intercepting that information and um, sending it in for the, this analysis and data collection and selling it to the highest bidder and all that sort of stuff. And people said that you shouldn't do that. That's wiretapping, right? I mean, the listening to my, my phone calls, not listening to it, but just getting the data about who you called and when they're not listening to the call. And that's the big thing is this court said, that's not wiretap. That's not a violation of private Washington state privacy. That's just, you know, metadata and And, metadata is everything. And this is why GM is starting not to have car play in their autos going forward. And I will not, uh, thank God, Subaru does that. We're done. But I'm getting it in my next car, hopefully in the spring is going to be another Subaru and I need CarPlay because that's not going to happen in CarPlay. When right. when I connect my my phone now, it goes through dumping my my contacts, it goes through dump. So they've got all that information. And in order to use your right. phone, and the systems are crappy. I hate to Ooh, say it. I I've, right. I've I've lived with it. I'm sorry if that's um, if I no, the wrong word there. But <laughs> It's just, it's, it's lousy. You can't, they, they click on and off. People tell me they can't hear me sometimes. And think about it. If you've got sat, every car comes with the ability to have satellite radio in it. So there's already a two-way connection going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not paying for a Sirius XM or whatever, there's still that connection in the car. Yet they can't keep the maps up and you have to go buy a new S, micro SD card to put and get your maps up there. Yeah, right. Sure. The old, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the auto nav systems, the auto infotainment systems are a crazy mm-hmm. and right. If, if you buying a vehicle, get one with CarPlay or Android auto, because yeah. then you're not using their system. And that's why they GM doesn't want to use those. Doesn't want to allow those because it prevents them from getting this data, which is valuable. They're making money off of selling this data to data brokers. Again, Again, yes. So, uh, something to keep in mind. And then uh, our last story, there was something that started happening, being reported last fall. Uh, I don't think it's been fixed yet. Basically, I've been I'm trying to follow this, but some users of Google Drive have been reporting that their files have mysteriously disappeared from their drives. Um, uh, in many cases, going back to like the their the state of their Google Drive rolls back to May of 2023 for for some people. For others, um, other th- other weird missing data is getting lost. Um, there is an article we'll put in the show notes that basically uh, will tell you, you know, Google has confirmed that this is happening. They're not sure why, which, which is never a good sign, uh, but also telling you how to um, 
find the data. They did track it down to you know where it may have ended up, but they did track it down to the Google Drive app on desktops, Windows and Mac OS. So if you're not using the Google Drive app, then you might be safe. Um, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't use the Google Drive app. I just always go through the browser. It's just it's to me it's it feels safer that way. Yes, we use Google for nonprofits, yeah. and I did notice, and I didn't. I thought it was something maybe my boss did that I could no longer get into the shared drive that we had, and I was like, why did that happen? So I had to have him re, you know, reassign me back yeah. into it. And I'm wondering if that's part of what's going on because I couldn't get in there. Once mm. he put me back in, I was fine. But he yeah. said he hadn't done anything on his end. Interesting. And he, Weird. And he found it funny that I wasn't there. Yeah. Because I'm an admin too. So it's not like as an admin, and, I have power to go many different places. But And uh, do you have the using the Google Drive app on your computer? or No, I might uh, go through the browser. Okay. I'm always it, through the browser. Could be another one of the glitches that happens <laughs> in Google. Gee. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've run into a few things like that on occasion. But this is a, I mean, it's not it's not a widespread problem, but it's a bad one if you run into it. And there'll be links in the show notes for, you know, ways to track down your, your you know, find your files if they are missing. So those were our headlines. Let's move on to our picks of the week. Joanne, why don't you go ahead with your pick this week? Well... My pick of the week arrived yesterday, as I said earlier, and what I have been looking for is a way to expand the uh, storage memory of my lovely little MacBook 2021. Mm-hmm. Problem is, these MacBooks come, and, and I, I now will say the mantra, when buying a new MacBook, get as much storage as possible. Yes. That you, and then some. Yes. Think about get what you're going to use and then double it. Get as much as you possibly can afford to buy. Right. Yes. I went and bought the bargain basement M1 with 512. Okay. And I've always been offloading things ever since. So, of course, we have the lovely SD card. Yep. And But the problem with SD cards is that they stick out. Yeah. So now you've got the problem of when you put it in a case, is it starting to rub? Is it going to hurt? Is it going to break? Is it going to, you know, so what I started looking up is, is there any that are kind of flush to the side? And they do. Someone does make it. It's based. I want to say base key. The B-A-S-Q-I. Uh, it's an aluminum micro SD card adapter. And they make it especially for MacBooks of different ages. So you can get one that fits older MacBooks. You can get them that fit the newer MacBooks. So I bought the one that fits the MacBook Pro 14-inch, 16-inch. Now, this thing is is tiny. Yep. Okay. And then you have to put the micro in. It does not come. You can buy them with a micro, but I had already bought a micro SD in a, in a traditional housing unit. Uh-huh. So I put it in the small one pushed it in and it's flush. Yeah. Completely. So now my computer has another 512. Okay, yep. it's going to be a little slower cuz micro SD cards are slower, but I can put things there that I don't use all the time. I can get some things out of my iCloud that are shouldn't be there because I also use the iCloud at work. 
you know, but now I have a place for it and I'm not going to, my, my hard drive's not going to be saying, please, you're killing me. Right. So, and so now the problem is once you put them in, they're kind of hard to get out. You need yeah. a good long nail or yeah. a, or a little, you know, I have my iFixit kit so I can always pull it yep. out that way. Tweezers but, or a little screwdriver or something. Yeah. But I'm not planning on taking it out. Right. Like if, so, if, if you're the sort of person who needs SD cards on a regular basis to put them in there, yeah, I mean, you could get like not a for you. Well, or you can get a hyperdoc that has like a like a mm. like a docking dongle that mm-hmm. has it in that, and and use that to do your SD cards that you go in and out regularly. But um, yeah, it, yeah. It, it I had one of these in one of my older MacBooks so, so some time ago, and it worked pretty well. I think I yeah. kept my. Um, my photo library on it. I, I would tend to put things on it that are also somewhere else. You yes, know what I mean? Of course. Um, Cause SD cards can fail uh, mm-hmm. and, or, you know, and, or back it up, make sure you're backing it up, but you can get two terabyte, you know, micro SD cards, which I think is amazing. Um, it, I just wanted to double because yeah. of the video work that I do. Right. So now I can put the video stuff in there while I'm working on it and not have it on the hard drive driving right. me nuts. You know, all of a sudden saying you're losing, you only have this much space left and blah, blah, blah. Believe me, next, next computer is going to have two terabyte. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's not as fast works. as the SSD, but it is, but it is fast enough for most things. And it's mm-hmm. only 35 bucks, which is That's not, it. not including mm-hmm. the external right. SSD. Like a terabyte, I, I I just bought a terabyte micro SD for our, our our Steam Deck, and that was like seventy bucks on sale or something like that. So not too yeah, bad. Yeah, I got I got the other one with the traditional housing for twenty two bucks on a Black Friday sale. That's so add, adding half yeah. a gig, you know, uh, half a terabyte of storage to your computer for essentially around sixty bucks, fifty bucks. That's mm-hmm. a pretty good deal. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, so this good. is I. If it fails, I'll let you know. But nice. So nice far, pick. so good. So my pick this week is a new web browser. Um, this I, I I make the I'm I'm picking it even though I'm not. This isn't going to become my regular daily driver web browser. I'm still a Safari guy, but it's a very interesting browser, and it's from a company called the Browser Company, and it's called Arc. And it's a Chrome-based browser, so it uses the Chromium engine. And it's all about, well, the way the company pitches it is they went to back to basics. They, they stripped it down because browsers have become everything these days, and they, they've, they've accumulated so many features. They, they went back to the drawing board, started from scratch, and said, what do, what do we want in a browser? And so... This browser is all about the sidebar. It comes. It has this sidebar, and everything happens there. Like for example, uh, a lot of browsers will they'll have tabs, and the tabs go across the top of the thing, and um, you click on it. And um, this one, all the tabs show up just in a list on the in the sidebar on the left, and there are two sections for it. There's a top section for pinned tabs, and a lower section for uh, unpinned tabs, and you can uh, do all kinds of things like um, you can have the, the the unpinned tabs archived every so often. Uh, they're not closed, per se. They go into an archive area, and then you can go into that archive. Because my wife, Melanie, has about 70 or 80 tabs open at any given time, maybe more. And it's, you know, it 
drives me crazy because you can never find wow. anything. And I'm like, if you would, if you use this browser, it would archive it. You could search for what you're looking for, but it's not there in your face all the time. Mm. Um, it also has something called spaces, which is kind of like profiles. So you can have different spaces for whether like work and personal or even just different contexts. Like I use, uh, I have different contexts. Like when, when I'm podcasting versus when I'm say editing uh, episodes to, uh, versus when I'm doing, um, you know, helping uh, patrons or something. So the the browser is really nice. You can pin tabs in, in that section and you get access to them on a regular basis and the pins can change based on what profile you're in. And then you can have some pin tabs that are there all the time. Um, so it's a nice lightweight browser that really works well. I, I might give this a shot because, because if it, if it, it, it reminds me it's so old school. It's the way browsers were in the beginning. Yes. And I kind of like that now having them all across the top and, and then having to go find your bar and find out what drop that down. And yeah, I don't have time for all that. This, I, I might give this one a shot myself. And one of the nice things is, is you can create folders of open tabs. That's a really nice thing. So you can, you know, put them in a folder, label the folder. These are all Christmas shopping you know, tabs that are open. These are all articles I want to read about such and such, you know, you, so you can take your open tabs and organize them more, which is really great. No, nobody else does that. Um, and another nice thing is, is, you know, the, the command for opening a new tab is command T and it pops up a box. It looks like Alfred or some of these other services. So it pops up a box and you can start typing a, a web address, but you can also type commands, actions, that you want the browser to do like, you know, um, settings to change or, but it's just all right. There. It's sort of like spotlight. Um, so it's, so you can do a lot with just a keyboard and not having to pick up a mouse, um, to, to, to do things in it. So, um, it's worth a shot. If you're, if you're kind of a, the sort of person who's interested in trying different browsers, arc is one to check out. And of course it's free. Like I think almost all browsers are these days. Um, and uh, so it's a it's a nice alternative to to what else is out there. And it's it's not bloated. And that's a big thing. A lot oh, of good. these browsers are so full of stuff that they like they fill up your memory. They fill up your hard drive. They drag your CPU to a halt. Some, you know, you have to reboot them every once in a while. Uh, this is a pretty lightweight browser. So it's it's nice. So uh, arc dot net is the uh, website for. I have a question. Huh? Does it does it work? With a browser, I'm, not, I'm sorry, does it work with a password keeper? Yes, like I, I was able to log in using 1Password, but I, I don't think it's got the extension for 1Password installed. I think okay. it was 1Password has a, a function where it can insert passwords from anywhere, but 1Password mm -hmm. was recognizing, oh, you're at, I, I'm logged into like my Google account. You're at Google, here's the Google passwords. Um, okay, all right. So, so yes, I could use 1Password with it. I'm not sure what other uh, password managers, but, um, yeah, it's certainly, I have, I have Bitwarden. So yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. See I'll give it see. a shot. Yeah. They might have an extension. It's, it's Chromium based. So I think you can actually install the, this, all the Chrome extensions with it. Actually, I do. Let me re change that. I did install the one password extension in it. So you can install okay. any, if it's got a Chrome extension, which I think Bitwarden does, you can install, you can use it. So, um, definitely. Uh, ad blockers, all that sort of stuff are are available for it. 
so that's it for us this time. We would love to hear what you think of our discussion, uh, anything we had to talk about today. You can let us know by commenting on the show at sqpn.com slash technology or the StarQuest Facebook page, facebook.com slash StarQuest Media. Send an email to technology at sqpn.com or visit the StarQuest Discord community at sqpn.com slash discord, where in the Secrets of Tech channel, there's all kinds of, we do, we help people with uh, troubleshooting certain things and uh, all kinds of stuff. So, you know, if you have a question tech related, show up there, Let, uh, give us, give us an ask. The community will help you find, figure it out. You'll find links from our discussion and our picks of the week on our show notes at starquest.fm slash TEC239. And uh, remember to like each episode of Secrets of Tech wherever you encounter us on social media, like on Facebook, retweet us on Twitter, uh, where we're at SQPN, and uh, leave us comments too. So until next time, Joanne Mercier, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of technology. Thanks, Dom. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to the Secrets of Technology on StarQuest. Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Sacred Art. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at starquest.fm slash art.